Welcome to the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. We're your hosts, John Steiner and Sinclair Fleetwood. We're experienced psychedelic guides, retreat facilitators, and keepers of the sacred fire on a mission to help you transform your mystical medicine experiences into a sustainable way of life. Did you connect with a vision for your life through your work with plant medicines but have no idea how to make it happen? Are you struggling to maintain your spiritual connection, find your community, and be fully yourself? If you want to be unapologetically authentic, connect to your purpose, and live the life you know is possible, well then this podcast is for you. Hey y'all, welcome to the show. Today we're coming to you live from our sofa and the comfort of our living room. Yeah. Where yeah. we are recording this episode, Spiritual Burnout and the Healing Power of Rest. So what exactly is spiritual burnout? Well, spiritual burnout um, can look like a lot of things, but it's really when our spiritual practices, our personal or spiritual development, our medicine work, our shadow work, um, our healing work becomes really the single focus of our life and it becomes an obsession and it becomes uh, a place where we end up being neurotic and it feels heavy and overwhelming and really like a slog. Oh, slog. My favorite. I love that word. Um, yeah, it's when you are working so hard on healing it and growth and personal transformation that you have fully exhausted yourself, your resources, and your ability to continue doing spiritual work. And sometimes you might hear it called like therapeutic burnout or, I mean, what does the word burnout mean? It means you're fucking exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) And so today we're going to talk about what it looks like when we don't take rest and we don't take space for integration when we're working with medicine. And we'll talk about how continuously going back into these difficult experiences without the rest component and without creating a space and process for integration can really make your life start to feel really pretty heavy and sucky. Mm. So a big, a big thing that is missing from our lives when we're feeling burnt out is the integration process. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we're talking about integration, we're talking about really taking the lessons we've learned from the medicine, from our spiritual practices, and embodying them and making them a practical part of our day-to-day life. And these two, they're like two sides of the same coin, right? One is doing, one side is doing the work, um, and the other side is integrating, is resting, is receiving. And there's so many practices that this makes a lot of sense and we have examples of that this is a good model, right? Like if you do yoga, you move and you hold these poses and then at the end you lay in Shavasana to really receive all the benefits from your your practice that day. And it's the same thing with like lifting weights or going to the gym or something like that. Like you go hard, you push it, and then after a couple weeks of that, you take an easy week, you take a rest week, you take a deload, a light week, and it's in those rest periods that we really receive our benefits that are, we do our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual growth. We need those periods to be able to recuperate, regenerate, and to integrate. So, 
in our Western culture, which we are always talking about how the society <laughs> is built to burn us out and grind us down, we actually, we really reward getting burned out. We mm. reward hustle culture, grind culture. We reward people who are like, I never sleep. I'm always going. I'm like overachieving and overachievement is rewarded. And when we apply overachievement to spirituality and integrating medicine and plant medicine practices, it can look pretty dysfunctional. It starts to look like, okay, well, I'm just going to use these plants to enhance my performance. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that are very popular who are promoting that kind of, you know, that kind of grind culture around plant medicine. And that's fine. That's like, you know, you do you, whatever. <laughs> but if you're finding yourself feeling like that grind doesn't align, you are probably starting to experience some spiritual burnout. And so what does spiritual burnout feel like? Well, it can feel like low energy. It can feel like loss of interest and loss of excitement and just kind of a malaise that glosses over us and leaves us looking for a place to take a nap. <laughs> Something really magical about working with sacred medicines and psychedelics is that it reconnects us to our natural childlike wonder, to our natural state of curiosity and wanting to explore and not only explore our inner world, but how the universe relates to our place in this physical world. And it reignites that feeling of wonder and excitement and curiosity. And that's a state of fun and joy. Mm. Like being curious feels good. Wanting to learn feels good. Wanting to grow in yourself and, and put effort towards your transformation should feel good mm. because when it stops feeling good, it's because something is out of balance, right? So something is, there's too much doing and not enough being and resting. And I think this culture, particularly with like social media, there is this constant stream of you're not doing enough. You're, you know, you're not, you're not enough. Whatever you're doing is not enough. And that kind of thinking and like being exposed to that idea all the time, it makes you feel like there's never anything that's mm. enough. Like there's no amount of spirituality that will ever make it feel enough. And when you're in a state of feeling like you're always behind or you can't ever catch up or you should be doing, like I hear this all the time, this, oh, well, I should, I shouldn't have this feeling or I shouldn't feel this way or I shouldn't feel tired or I should be like this. When you're constantly telling yourself that what you're feeling is not valid, and you feel tired and lost and exhausted and hopeless, that is spiritual burnout. Yeah, I mean, getting getting into that mindset is already setting us up for, for burnout. Mm -hmm. to, um, to look at our spiritual evolution as a problem that needs to be solved, to look at our healing as um, a series of errors that need to be corrected within mm -hmm. ourselves, really sets us up to be disappointed all the time and to feel like it's never complete and we're there's always something more to work on and that can feel exhausting um, when set up in that context. And in some sense, some of those things are true. Like it is a never ending process and it's there's always gonna be something that comes up that we can evolve and grow into but that process doesn't need to um, feel like 
that means that there's something wrong with us or something that we need to fix or some some error that we need to uh, correct the evolution the integration the be becoming the um, the spiritual beings that we are um, and manifesting them in through our physical lives is a is a joyous and happy and natural process that doesn't um, need to grind us under exactly if you are at a point where you're not enjoying your life or the work and I say work meaning the inner work that you're doing the whatever growth practices that you're working on are starting to feel like John said earlier a slog then that's something to look at because there is definitely a way to shift out of feeling burned out and so now we're going to share a little bit about like okay what causes this spiritual burnout and then how how can we shift out of it how can you shift out of it so one of the um, big lessons i've learned with working with the medicine has been to like like take it easy and take it slow there's no finish line there's no um i'm not gonna get some medal for like getting to the end because there is no end um and when i had that attitude of like well i it's possible to become completely healed it's possible to like have nothing left to work on i tried as hard as i could to like get through it all really fast and what would happen is i would well i'd have a pattern of existence thoughts beliefs behaviors that I was living in and then I would get a new more expanded awareness a deeper consciousness and that would give me some direction okay like there's some attitudes beliefs and behaviors that I would like to shift that I'd like to bring a new embodiment of different values into my life and so there was a little gap from where I was and where I saw that I could be and where I wanted to be and then I went back to the medicine looking for more of that. And again, and again, and again, and again. And each time I went back, where I was didn't really change, but where I saw it possible for me to be kept getting further and further and further and further away. And at some point it got to a place where like, holy shit, this is so far away that like, I really don't even know where to start or like how, how to make any of this happen. So I was doing, all of the like consciousness expanding the one side of the coin right the medicine work and i wasn't doing really much of the other side at all the integration the just being and allowing these lessons to sink in and get expressed through myself um, so that's really one cause that um, can be easily avoided just by balancing the the medicine work with the integration balancing the doing with the resting and receiving we hear this a lot from people who seek out uh, to work with us is this alignment that comes from, okay, I, I felt called to medicine. I started working with medicine. I found myself. I feel aligned with myself. I know my purpose. I have my vision and I've got all these downloads or messages or whatever, whatever, you know, method that the medicine uses to speak to you. But it's just not making it into your life. And it's, you know, when time goes by, you have this epiphany, you have this spiritual connection, and this time passes, and then you start to lose it. 
you start to feel really disconnected from it. And so a lot of us will just go back and drink more medicine. But really, what is the point of sitting with these medicines and doing the work of sitting with them, especially things like, you know, ayahuasca is expensive, usually for people to get it's a pretty difficult experience. And if we continue just to go and take medicine and not do anything, really around it, what is the point because nothing is changing, right? Mm -hmm. So if if this cycle keeps happening where you're like oh, i'm so connected to myself in in my medicine life but in my real life i feel lost and i don't know myself and i don't know how to get to that place in myself where i do feel that connection you start to feel really far away from your true self you're mm. feeling like not authentic not aligned and it can feel like that time and space that you have to make this cosmic shift is sort of slipping away from you and really what you want is to be living in a kind of radically different way. And the way that that we avoid getting spiritual burnout is to recognize that that medicine path, the medicine is a tool. The medicine path is a way of being. The spiritual path is a way of being. It's a practice. It's a, we call it a path because it's a long process that takes patience. And mm. that is something that you're traversing like throughout your life, throughout this lifetime, throughout many lifetimes. And being gentle with yourself is a huge part of finding success with integration mm. and recognizing that this is, this is the long game. Uh -huh. We're here for the long game. We're not here for like having a beautiful medicine, medicine experience is amazing. It's powerful and it's necessary for a lot of us to wake up. But the reality of the long-term work with medicine is that it takes, it takes how long it takes and it's probably going to take the rest of your life. <laughs> and that's, that's not something to be afraid of. It's actually a gift because it can take off the pressure. Like you don't just have a year to figure this out. You have forever. Like even if your life ends and you, you know, like you did what you came to do here and then you do it again. Like, it's um it's really helpful to have a a shift in progress or from perfectionism to progress and mm -hmm. when we're looking at all the things that we could do better all the time it we always feel like we're missing the mark it mm -hmm. always feels like we're coming up short and there's like a little bit more that we could do and to shift into focusing and acknowledging and celebrating all the ways that we are already doing living in a way that is supporting our vision, is supporting the direction we want to go, um, it feels a lot, it, well, it feels a lot more gentle, it feels a lot more celebratory, it feels like a lot more encouraging, right? It's like... Um, positive versus negative reinforcement and positive reinforcement really like is like a it fills up our cup it makes us want to do more it makes us want to you know okay where can i get more of that because this feels good to celebrate my wins um, and if we're lashing ourselves for every time we're falling short it makes us want to give up on the whole thing entirely so shifting that that little shift from um beating ourselves up about where we fell short to celebrating where we've done well is like a really, really simple and easy way to um, keep ourselves from getting burnt out. My new favorite integration practice is fun. Hmm. I 
have come through a period of t of drinking a lot of medicine in ceremonies, supporting and holding space for others, doing ceremonies and, you know, working in a retreat center environment and then being away from medicine in kind of an isolated, you know, COVID was pretty isolating for most of us. And then coming back to a space where I am able to choose to sit with medicine in, in a way that feels joyful is huge. And it allowing myself to make space for rest, make space for whatever has been coming up for me to evolve and unfold and unfurl rather than me continuously like digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and looking for something. It's like whatever it is, is going to come up. Mm. And when I am, you know, resting in my gratitude for my life and resting in joy in my work and resting in enjoying the summer and like being with friends and doing, you know, stuff that's not related to spiritual practice is when I get the most spiritual growth and breakthroughs. Mm. And raise your hand if you're a perfectionist, <laughs> because I have really recognized that tendency in myself and how it really undermines all of the spiritual growth that I want to do when I don't give myself credit or um, like John was saying, when I don't celebrate my wins, I feel not enoughness really overwhelm me. And when I'm in a space of not enoughness, I feel burned out. Mm. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't want to meditate if nothing's ever good enough. If I'm like, well, I have this spiritual practice and if I don't do it, then I'm going to beat myself up about it. That feels like burnout because it doesn't ever feel like it's okay to be where I am when I'm constantly wanting to be somewhere else, mm. really allowing myself to enjoy being where I am and be present with where I am and recognizing that that's exactly where I need to be. Oh, it's like this sigh of relief. It is. It's like, I don't have to, I don't have to force anything. Spirituality and, isn't about forcing things. And that works like both for positive and like air quotes, negative stuff, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it, it feels really good and well, at least for me, like really easy to rest into like gratitude mm -hmm. and okay. Like something I've been working on is like really having like a, a compassion both for myself and just people I, I pass in my day to day life mm -hmm. and resting into like where I'm falling short in that too is, is important. Like when I find myself being judgmental either to myself or someone else is like accepting where I'm at and not needing to be like, well, you know, like I'm not, I'm really working on not being judgmental. So I'm going to shove that down and pretend I'm not being mm -hmm. judgmental really causes this like judgment to like stick around a lot more. You're like judging your judgment. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. And, um, yeah, the ego so the mind and the ego are so tricky, right? right? Because they're like, oh, look, you, oh, look, you got rid of that judgment by judging it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, being like, you know what? Like, yes, I want to be, I'm like working towards being more compassionate. And the reality is like, I'm feeling judgmental right now. And like, I'm just going to accept that that's how I feel and be honest with myself and like roll with it and really start to just observe it and, well, that's a lesson for a whole nother podcast, but, um, yeah, like not fighting with whatever is the honest expression of where I'm at right now. Um, 
it's like, like I was saying before, it's like not about, we're not problems that need to be solved. We're not errors that need to be corrected. The shadow work is like, it's so much more gentle and subtle and nice. It's like if we're trying to fix our errors, that feels exhausting mm -hmm. because we're human beings and we have a like just infinitude of, of errors. Uh -huh. And if the work becomes like becoming aware of parts of ourselves we were previously unaware and loving that part of ourselves, mm -hmm. that feels like gentle and doable and like, I don't know, name me one person that gets burnt out on love. It's like not really a thing, right? Oh. <laughs> so love just that, so good. You want to feel it all the time. Exactly. So that little shift is like so important to um, the way we do our shadow work, the way we do our integration, the way we do our spiritual practice. If they're, mm, they have a foundation of like compassion and gentleness and love and kindness, it's a lot easier to want to continue them and continue them without feeling exhausted. I think spiritual burnout can come in a couple of different ways. You can have kind of a short term, like quick, you can mm. get burned out. So burnout can happen really fast. It can mm. also happen as you exhaust your resources over a long time. Yeah. So one way that it happens quickly for some people is that, okay, let's say you've been dealing with like a chronic issue, chronic pain, depression, some, some kind of something that led you, whatever your why is for going to the medicines in the first place, you go sit with the medicines and you get the, you get the answer. You get the big, you get the big epiphany, you get the big lesson. And then you come out of that and you're like, holy shit, I need to radically change my life to be living from a heart-centered place. I'm not living from a heart-centered place. The way that I'm living is out of alignment. And that kind of big experience with the realization of like, I need to be, I want to be way over here and I need to change a lot of things, maybe some big things like relationships or job or, you know, we call those like the big, the big three, it's like relationship, job or moving. Mm. Um, that, that really will need your attention, it can feel really overwhelming to come from a retreat or having that kind of big experience, even if you do it, you know, with a guide or on your own, to go into your regular, back to your regular life and be like, okay, how the fuck do I integrate this? Mm. Because it feels really, really far away. And when the answer feels huge and overwhelming and you're looking at like, I need a complete overhaul of my life, I need to burn it down, and you don't have any support and no one around you understands what you've just gone through, that will put you in a place of burnout. Mm. This lack of direction, this lack of like, having anyone around you who understands like, listen brother, we've been there, like we know this forest fire feeling and yeah, you may need a forest fire and you're gonna come out on the other side. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the way that it happens in the short term and then, in the long term is what we've been talking about more around, you know, working with medicine ongoing, maybe long term. We have, um, you know, we ourselves and some friends that have found a long term relationship with medicine and, you know, are seeing that relationship shift into a more integrative relationship that's less focused on constantly sitting with medicine. And sometimes you need to take a break from the medicine. Mm. Sometimes the answer is put this down and take a break. And that might be put down, put down the yoga, put down the meditation, put down the medicine, put down something, whatever it is where you're like feeling your joy sucked out of you. If you wake up every morning to do your spiritual practice and you're like, I hate every minute of this, maybe take a break from it. And I think we get in these. Or find a new one. Like. Exactly. Variety is like, well, 
they say variety is the spice of life. And yeah. it's, it's really true. It's like, yeah, doing the same thing day in and day out is like really, we're not machines. Right. Exactly. We, we crave variety and we, it's exciting to new, do something new and different. So mm -hmm. like there's a million different ways to meditate. There's a million different ways to do yoga. There's a million different like ways to pray. There's a million songs to sing. Like, mm -hmm. Try something new. So, recognizing that you have spiritual burnout is the first step, right? The first step is acknowledging that this exists in you. So what can you do about it? How do you shift yourself out of this spiritual burnout? And one of the first things that I think is really important is to connect yourself back to your heart. Mm. Because when we are connected to our heart, we know the answers and if something is making you feel tired, change it. Mm. If something is taking your energy, stop doing it for a while. Uh -huh. Change your focus, put your energy somewhere else. Like John said, if you're me if meditating in the same way that you've been doing for three months is not giving you joy, start walking, mm. start, start listening to a guided meditation, start watching the birds, start journaling, do some, do something else that is new and will shift your focus out of draining this thing that has no, there's nothing left in your cup in that area. And do something that's completely unrelated. Oh. Uh, when we can like get to this place where we're having fun, we're fully present, we're relaxed, the solutions to our problems find us. Mm -hmm. uh, I know we've talked about this before, but uh, like Albert Einstein, while he was working out all his formulas and figuring, this and that and relativity and light bending around, etc. yada, yada, yada. They don't really talk about this when they present him that he would do as much as he could of that. And then when he got stumped, he would set it down, completely forget about it and go play the violin. Mm -hmm. Because for him, the violin was relaxing. He had to be present. He had, he was engrossed in his senses. And using a it. completely different part of his brain. Yeah. So like, Taking the area that we're working on, that we're like trying to um, have our spiritual evolution in and like putting it on hold, not like abandoning it, but saying like, you know what, like I want to go have a hike or like go play with some friends or like go see some music or like go swimming or like go on a bike ride or I don't know what, do something for fun that's completely unrelated. Mm -hmm. And when we like when that activity allows us to relax, allows us to let go, then some direction, some guidance, and some divine inspiration has a way of finding us. It's like us sitting down, well, I'm gonna sit here and meditate until things shift. It's mm -hmm. like, things are never gonna shift because we're... You're resisting it. Is exactly. It exactly. Which so, is such a paradox. It's it so is. so funny, but that's how it works. It's like, when we really desperately want to get rid of something and we're constantly putting our attention on how shitty it is, it will continue to stick uh, around. When we're longer. like, yeah, when we're like, fuck it, it's shitty. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go on a bike ride and have a good time. Yeah, like, <laughs> then the answer this comes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this funny, haha, -ha, the universe loves to have a laugh at our, at our like silly little monkey brains of like, oh, if they would only stop thinking about this and go enjoy their physical bodies in the world that we have for them, <laughs> they would get everything they want. So when you feel burned out, 
listen to your body Mm. when your body is speaking to you if it hurts if you're having trouble sleeping if you are having you know you're eating things that make you feel bad whatever whatever physical manifestation of burnout looks like for you maybe you're irritable um slow down take the time to let whatever understanding of what's going on with you unfold your body will tell you your body is always speaking to you and we're really trained not to to listen to our bodies it's like these aches and pains that we get are often coming because we need to shift something Mm. i had this happen i started lifting weights at the gym and i've been i was having all this back pain and I really was like, okay, well, I'm going to like make my body stronger so that it's not in pain. And I started going, you know, pretty hard at the gym for like a couple months. And after about eight weeks of it, I started realizing like, I think this is maybe too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't taking rest weeks, like John had said, and I didn't know really that I was needing to do that. I just thought, well, eventually this will get easier. Eventually it'll get easier. Why do I feel so tired at the gym? Like, why does this feel... I don't feel like my muscles are really growing in I'm putting a lot of effort in and I'm not seeing the returns. And I'm telling John about this because John is like an expert in fit. He knows all about fitness and nutrition. And he's asking me all these questions about, okay, well, what are your rest? What does your rest look like? And I'm like, rest, what rest? Like I'm not resting. (laughs) And so I recognize like, oh, my body is in pain because it needs rest. Not because it's not, it needs more weight or more reps or whatever. It needs rest. And now I've started doing less at the gym and now my body's responding to it in a whole different way. So I'm putting in half the effort and getting twice, twice the results. It's, I'm baffled by this because, (laughs) because my brain is like, well, I'm just going to try harder. If I just try harder, it will, it will work out. And having that same kind of mindset around spirituality, which a lot of us are kind of overachiever perfectionist types, or we wouldn't be doing all this spiritual work in the first place. Mm. Um, but, you know, we want to we want to see some results. We want to see a tangible transformation. And part of the process of getting this transformation is stopping and putting your energy somewhere else and taking a break and taking it easy and putting it down and being honest with wherever you are. Maybe you're like a judgmental asshole today and that's fine. No, that's okay. Where you are is okay. What your shadow is bringing up for you is there for you to give it love not Mm. to try to shove it down and judge it it's like take it easy that's Uh really it having fun is healing enjoying your life is healing we're here to enjoy your our lives Uh that is the point everything has a yin and a yang Mm -hmm. so do the shadow work do the medicine work do the spiritual practices do all the personal development stuff that you like to do and Find a middle way where you're balancing it and you're resting and you're letting all that sink in and you're having fun because without that aspect, um, we're just going to burn ourselves into the ground and end up with a whole nother set of problems. Well, and you know, how bad does it feel to know your authentic purpose and know your vision and be so overwhelmed with how you're going to get there that you don't even try Mm. because we all know that living in an inauthentic way feels really bad. It feels more isolating than anything because you're isolated from yourself. And that's how, you know, we have developed our integration program to help teach people how to make their medicine experiences a sustainable way of life. And the way that we do that is through teaching you these 
different seasons of how to process, how to release, how to examine, how to feel, how to recognize the blocks that you, you know, you're creating for yourself, how to recognize your negative thought patterns, how to do the shadow work in a healthy and gentle way. So we have all of this support that we have developed over this time working with the medicines that we are able to share with people who are really ready to put in the long game and like put in the work around really seeing some, some shifts that, you know, don't happen in two or three weeks or one retreat, but maybe over, you know, over a period of months and a period of a longer, a longer investment in, in the work. Oh, so if you're looking for a place to start, like just pick one little thing mm -hmm. that you can be gentle. You can give yourself some rest on that. You can balance some of the work you've been doing with, um, the other side. And over time, as you continue to put your attention and effort into the, that gentleness, that rest, it will continue and continue and continue to pay dividends. And all of this can feel just a lot easier. Yeah, and if you enjoy learning about how you can be more efficient and more gentle with yourself and how you can be the medicine, we'd love to be connected with you. You can find us on Instagram at Mystical Heart Collective, or you can sign up for our mailing list. We love sending emails to our peeps, and you can find us on mysticalheartcollective.com slash subscribe. And we send out these podcasts and um, just notes and updates and tips and tools so that you can help yourself be more integrated. So thanks for listening to us today. And yeah. we hope you have a gentle and relaxing day. Yes. A whole family. See you next time. Peace. Peace.